What if you could have a career where the opportunities are as vast as our nation, where it's not about mission statements, but a shared mission? At U.S. Customs and Border Protection, we go beyond to protect more than borders, from ship to shore, air to ground, cities to local communities. CBP agents and officers are keeping people safe. Join U.S. Customs and Border Protection and go beyond for something far greater than yourself. Learn more at cbp.gov careers. Every day, we rise, challenging ourselves to work for what we believe in. At U.S. Border Patrol, protecting our borders is more than a job. It's a calling. Agents answer the call, working together to keep our country and communities safe. If you are ready for a new mission, join U.S. Border Patrol and go beyond. Learn more at cbp.gov careers. Section 48 of The Mysteries of London, Volume 2. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Recording by Andy. Chapter 183. Kind Friends. We left Richard Markham at the moment when, awaking in a strange bed, he perceived that Thomas Armstrong's letter was gone. It would be impossible to describe his grief at this discovery. The mysterious document, which he had treasured with so much care, and concerning which such particular instructions had been left by his departed friend, a document which seemed so intimately to regard his future welfare, had been wrested from him. For a few moments he remained a prey to the deepest dejection, and tears stole into his eyes. But he was not allowed to remain long in that unpleasant reverie. The door opened slowly, and a light step approached his couch. He drew aside the curtain and beheld a middle-aged lady, elegantly dressed, and with a countenance on which the Almighty had written the word benevolence, in characters so legible that a savage might have read and learnt to revere them. Advancing close up to the bed, the lady said, in a soft tone, and in the Italian language, Be not alarmed, Signor Markham. You are with those who will treat you as your dauntless valour and noble mind deserve. Where am I, madam? asked our hero, reassured by the lady's words and manner. In the house of my brother, Signor Viviani, the most eminent banker in Pinala, answered the lady. And how did you discover my name, Signora? inquired Richard. "'by means of a letter which was secured in a Morocco case about your person "'and is now safe in my brother's possession,' returned Signora Viviani. "'A thousand thanks, lady, for that assurance, "'a thousand sincere and grateful thanks,' exclaimed Markham, "'new life, as it were, animating his soul. "'Hush!' cried the banker's sister, placing her finger upon her lip. "'You must not give way to excitement of feelings. "'You have been ill, very ill.' "'How long, Signora, has this illness lasted?' Ten days,' was the reply. "'You have been delirious.' Ten days?' ejaculated Richard. "'Alas, poor Morcar, what will he think? "'Where can he be?' "'Morcar is safe and knows that you are here, Signor,' said the lady. "'But do not excite yourself. "'Providence has allowed you to suffer "'for its own wise and inscrutable purposes, "'but it never deserts the good and great.' "'Ah, lady, how can I ever thank you sufficiently "'for the goodness of yourself and your brother, 
towards one who is a perfect stranger to you said markham pressing the lady's hand respectfully to his lips you are not altogether so much a stranger to us as you imagine observed the banker's sister with a mysterious but good-natured smile but i will not tantalize nor excite you by keeping you in suspense your deceased countryman thomas armstrong was my brother's intimate friend is this possible cried markham overjoyed at such welcome intelligence then providence has not indeed deserted me i will now hasten and fetch my brother to see you said the lady he's burning with impatience for the moment when he can converse with you signora viviani left the room and shortly returned accompanied by a gentleman of about sixty and whose countenance was as expressive of excellent qualities as her own here is our patient brother said the lady with a smile a patient however only in one sense for he has been very impatient in his queries and now you must satisfy his curiosity in all respects i am delighted to find that you are able to devote a thought to such matters my dear young friend exclaimed the banker pressing both markham's hands cordially in his own for as a friend do i indeed regard you added the excellent man how can i possibly have deserved such kind sympathy at your hands asked richard overpowered by so much goodness your deceased and much lamented friend thomas armstrong was as a brother to me during his residence at different times in castelcicala answered the banker and he constantly corresponded with me when he was in his native country in the letters which he wrote during the last two years of his life he mentioned you in terms which did i know nothing else meritorious on your part would have induced me to welcome you as a friend as a son but your noble conduct in the late attempt to release castelcicala from the sway of a tyrant and place that excellent prince alberto on the ducal throne hath confirmed my good opinion of you if any such confirmation were necessary i learned from armstrong that you were generous intelligent and virtuous recent events have shown that you are brave and liberal-minded how rejoiced i am that my conduct in that unhappy affair merits your approval said richard i have often trembled since the fatal day when so many brave spirits came to these coasts to meet death or imprisonment lest the more sensible portion of the castelcicalan community should look upon the expedition as one concocted only by selfish or insane adventurers selfish or insane ejaculated viviani was gracia selfish or insane was morosino a mere adventurer oh no castelcicala weeps over the bloody graves of her patriots and thousands of tongues are familiar with the name of richard markham the countenance of our hero became animated with a glow of generous enthusiasm as these words met his ears how handsome he is exclaimed the banker's sister an old woman like me may say so without impropriety she added smiling and even the princess isabella would not be offended did she overhear me the princess ejaculated richard surprised at this allusion to that beautiful lady you must not be angry with your faithful morcar said the banker's sister smiling if he betrayed your secret but it was with a good motive when he found that you were with those who were anxious to be considered in the light of your friends he communicated to us your secret respecting the princess in order that we might write to her and relieve her mind of all anxiety by assuring her that you were safe and well so i took upon myself the duty of addressing a letter to her highness the princess isabella and i thought that a little falsehood relative to your real condition would be pardonable i assured her that you were in security and in good health 
save a sprain of the right hand which had compelled you to employ a secretary and in order that the letter might be sure to reach her my brother enclosed it in one to his agent in london with special directions that it might be delivered as speedily as possible morcar also wrote a note to his father and his wife and addressed it to the care of some person in a part of the english capital called st giles's in a word you need be under no anxiety relative to your friends in england excellent lady cried markham you accumulate kindnesses so rapidly upon me that i know not how to testify my gratitude and morcar too how thoughtful of him oh i have indeed found good friends you are doubtless anxious to learn how you came into this house said the banker i will tell you for you will not allow your mind to compose itself until you know everything i had been to pass the day with a friend whose country seat is at a few miles distance from pinala and i was returning home in an open chaise attended by my groom when in the middle of a lane which i had taken as a short cut i was accosted by a man who seemed frantic with grief and implored me to render assistance to his master he spoke in english and fortunately i understand that language tolerably well in a word the person who accosted me was your dependent morcar he has since explained to me how you had separated at friuli in order to gain the neapolitan frontier by different routes and it seems that he was journeying along that lane when he stumbled over a body in the path the light of the moon speedily enabled him to recognize his master at that moment my chaise fortunately came up to the spot not knowing who you were but actuated by that feeling which would prompt me to assist any human being under such circumstances i immediately proposed to convey you to my own house your dependent was overjoyed at the offer and i desired him to accompany you he would not tell me your real name but when i questioned him on that point gave a fictitious one the poor fellow did not then know how i might be disposed towards the constitutionalists who had survived the slaughter near osore you may therefore conceive my astonishment when on my arrival at my house i discovered a letter in a case fastened to a ribbon beneath your garments as i helped to undress you 